This is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan. Hello, and welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Nolan Financial Partners. And I just want to say, if you're new to the show, welcome. We are going to be talking today about, yes, you can be frugal and happy. So we'll talk about that. It'll be interesting. But before we get started, I just want to say, if you're new to the show, please, if you have a question or you want to set up a complimentary um, discovery call or book a virtual meeting, give us a call at 719-210-4242. And also visit us online at www.nolanfinancialpartners.com. So while you're at the website, nolanfinancialpartners.com, click on the radio page because there you can check out past shows. We do lots of educational topics ranging from 401ks and IRAs to Social Security to Medicare. And we kind of cover the holistic gambit that you need to look at to have a successful retirement. So while you're there, you can subscribe to the program on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And like I said, please don't hesitate to reach out to Chris and I if you have questions and you want to set up a face-to-face meeting. And the number is 719-210-4242 at nolanfinancialpartners.com. So we're going to get started with our episode. And it's going to start with one word, frugal. And Frugal. It's a word, you know, some people wear it with a badge of honor and some people dread it, right? Because you don't want to be called cheap. (laughs) That's true. Yeah, no. And But frugal is a good thing. And, you know, a lot of my clients are telling me, Tony, that when they're building one of their goals, when they're building that retirement strategy is avoiding a retirement that requires them to be frugal. And and I get that, right, Tony? Because you want to retire and you want to feel good about, you want to feel, um, like you have enough. Yeah. You don't want to retire and feel like you're always on a budget or you can't do you like every time you want to go do something, you have to run it through your checkbook before you can have fun. Yeah. And, and so I love that we're going to have this conversation today because I think Tony, what we're going to try to do is put a positive spin on frugal and, and, and it's more like just being intentional and thinking about what you're going to do with your money because retirement is your reward for this lifetime of hard work diligent planning, taking care of your family. And we do want to set you up so you get to enjoy it. Yeah. And, you know, I, I mean, what do you think, Tony? Does being frugal mean you have to go without? Or does frugal just mean really being intentional and picking your fun and, and looking at all the potential that's out there? Yeah, well, I think you're right. I think you can be frugal and be happy. And I think uh, frugal is a good word because it's not like, you know, there's a there's a there's a scale and frugal is okay because it's just being wise about how you spend your money and plan ahead and uh, not being wasteful. I think that's what frugal is. So I think there's positivity connected, whereas, uh, you know, you can go too far with it and then and then you get called things like tight. 
or cheap. And you don't want to be somebody who's tight with their money or cheap necessarily. So uh, I think there's a, a sliding scale and you've got to be aware of where you're at on that scale. And some people go too far to the extreme ends. I mean, t- too many people spend money they don't have. So that's not being frugal. And uh, other people don't want to spend anything on any, uh, you know, they don't ever spend any money and they want to die, you know, and take it all with them, you know, and, and pack that money in around their, uh, pack it in the coffin around them when they, when they leave this plane, right? It, you can't take it with you. So uh, I think uh, you shouldn't be afraid to spend it if you have it, but you do have to be frugal. So yeah, I'm interested to see where you go. You know, I think a lot of people, when they hear the word frugal, they think maybe some negative things like Scrooge, right? We all think right. of Scrooge from A Christmas Carol, uh, uh, you know, and so that's not what we're talking about. You don't have to be mean or crazy about it, right? Yeah, absolutely, Tony. And I think it's interesting with a lot of the business uh, research and education I've done. One of the things they talk about is in the mindset that helps you flourish in your business is finding those those places where you're going to give and you want to have that giving heart and having part of of what you're doing, your charitable, your aspect of things. So I think frugal doesn't mean that you just hoard all your money to yourself and you you like penny pinch frugal just means like let's pay attention to what we're spending our money on yeah and- exactly exactly and and uh you know you're no scrooge which is why i'm guessing uh, you're gonna buy me lunch after the show of course, Tony. <laughs> Anytime you come to Colorado, I'm going to buy you lunch. That's, that's true. Well, all kidding aside, I, I think you've hit on something really interesting because it, it does, as we talked about, ha- have negative connotations. And and pe- when people refer to somebody as frugal, it isn't always a compliment. But I'm excited that you're going to try to put some shine back on the word frugal today. So, you know, I love this um, article that I found. And it kind of let's let's throw some numbers on the situation here. So it, it talks about a proportional spending plan. And you notice we didn't say budget. We said a yeah. spending plan. So using data from the Employee Benefit Research Institute, one of the things they noted that for most people between 65 and 74, it break, here's how it breaks down. About 45% of their budget is for housing and home related expenses. About 12% is transportation. You have 11% that goes for food and about 10% for healthcare expenses. And so if we dig just a little deeper, people that are in that age group, 65 to 74, they generally spend about 10.5% on entertainment, 2.9% on clothing, and then 5.4% on other expenses. So if you're listening to the show, you can go back and listen again because it will be recorded. Um, look at your current expenses. Do they kind of yeah. fall into this model? And if not, then you may just want to look and go, well, what adjustments might be helpful so that you kind of are making good choices with your money? Yeah. And that model you laid out, that makes sense to me, Tara. I mean, uh, working closely with somebody like yourself, a financial services professional, I think that's another way to adjust your budget in a way that's going to emphasize being frugal and yet have an enjoyable lifestyle. I, I can't believe we're doing a show where I have to say the word frugality, uh, but uh, <laughs> frugality, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, speaking of lifestyle, the next thing that I found in this article is it recommends defining what your preferred lifestyle is. 
And, and Tony, I really like this idea because I think some people, they don't know what their lifestyle is because they get caught up, like keeping up with the Joneses or what the neighbor sure. next door is doing and, and forget to take that time to just kind of sit with themselves and go, well, what do I really want to do? And, you know, kind of just starting with your home, you know, are you going to stay put in the home that you raised your kids in? Do you already live close to your grandkids? So you want to keep that home? Or are you looking to downsize to a condo or a single floor townhome where you don't have to maintain a yard and it, maybe you can pack up and travel. And, yeah. you know, if you're going to throw caution to the wind and live a retirement lifestyle of endless travel, then you might go, well, I don't need to have this gigantic house and maybe right. I can downsize and, and think about that. So one of the things that's really helpful and all the planning time, it always starts with what is my vision and my goal? What is it that I want to achieve? Because then we can start making that plan to get you there. Yeah. And speaking of making that plan, Tara, that's what you do for your clients. I know you and Chris sit down with them and you talk about where they're at, get that plan in place. And I know you love meeting with our listeners. You love sitting down and talking with them. And for the initial consultation, there's no cost or obligation. So let's take a minute now to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you to set that up. Sure, Tony. So to set up a complimentary meeting or call, the number is 719-210-4242. So again, that number is 719-210-4242. You can also book a complimentary discovery call on nolanfinancialpartners.com. And Tony, this is the this is the fun part is you've worked hard and we like to sit down with people because Tony, what Chris and I find is a lot of people haven't done holistic planning. They've done a really good job in their accumulation get it phase of growing their 401k, but they don't have any protections for their long term care. They don't have any protections for the spouse who's going to be left over if someone dies first. They have these gaps in their retirement. So they end up not being able to live all out because they are afraid of running out of money. And we like to look at that holistic plan to make sure that they can really enjoy life. So, Tony, that number is 719-210-4242 for folks that want that holistic look to make sure there's not holes and gaps in their plan. Sure. Sure. And you know what, uh, uh, before the, the break there to give the number you were talking about downsizing, and I think uh, downsizing is something that uh, that's an easy way to uh, create some money for travel uh, for the adventures we talked about last week, or uh, if people want to travel or do things in retirement, uh, that's a great way to be frugal and save money, isn't it? The downsizing. It is, Tony, and I have a little story to share with you about that. So downsizing is a great way because then you can take that different money and you can invest it and create some other income streams. But we had one woman who came to us and she has this large house bigger than she needs, but she loves it. And so we kind of talked (laughs) with her about it. And Tony, the way the house is designed, it's got a top floor and a bottom floor and she doesn't use all the space. So what she's actually going to do is create the whole bottom floor into an apartment that she can rent out. And so she's going to get to stay in the home that she loves. It's the location she loves, right? So sometimes downsizing is hard. It's not about the house. It's about the location. So she's going to get to stay in the community with her friends. And then she's going to rent out the bottom half. And so it's also another win-win. So it doesn't always just have to be downsizing, but it's just shifting how you think about things. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's true. Uh, that is an option as well. And, and that's another source of income. And if you do downsize, it's going to mean less work and less stress. And if ever there's a great goal for retirement, it's less work and less stress, right? I mean, that's the goal here. Yeah, and, and you, you want to get rid of all like that, you know, the repetitive work. Like, unless yeah. you love mowing the lawn, who wants to mow the lawn? You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> I do not. I'll go on record. You know. I'm the first to admit I do not. So <laughs> it's usually the edging. That's the hard part. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You can run the lawnmower, but then it's the tedious going around yeah. in, in, unless you love it. So yes. absolutely, Tony. And then like, here's another way to kind of shift your thinking is you can take a chunk out of your transportation budget. Mm. That's another way to embrace frugality, um, depending on your lifestyle, of course. But if you and your spouse or partner are both retired and you still have your own car or like a lot of people, you have your car plus one, like that extra car that's sure. just sitting out there. Yeah, You can consider selling one of them or donating one of them. And yeah. you'll not only make some money off the top or get a tax tax break, but you'll have savings with insurance, maintenance, gas. And then if you need the car for solo activities, you can work out a schedule that kind of keeps you on the same page. And I can tell you, Tony, like during COVID especially, Right before it happened, Chris and I each bought a new car because both of our cars, it was time. And But since COVID has happened, um, Chris got a Tesla, so it's electric. And oh, we just, nice. I find that we take that car and then even a lot of times I'll take the Tesla just because I don't have to put gas in it. Right. And so I, I have this brand new car that's been enjoying its life in my garage. And, and, I, and I don't necessarily, I'm not quite ready to sell it. But uh, as I'm talking about this option, I'm like, kind of close to almost like it probably almost sell yeah. the thing. Yeah. And because Chris and I do a lot of work together, you know, uh, we were partners in the business. So I might need to take some of my own advice here. Yes, there you go. Well, and, and you, you travel and uh, you work together. So uh, those times you have to look at how many times do we need two vehicles or, you know, would I really need to have a second vehicle? And it sounds like not many. So, uh, yeah, you could maybe work something out. Uh, or if you had to, you know, twice a year use an Uber or something, you could always do that. But, you know, I, another thing is I think um, – uh, is uh, what my wife and I found is we regularly call our insurance company because we have five vehicles, Tara. We have, uh, wow. we have uh, my wife, myself, and our three kids all drive. And they're all on our insurance policy still. <laughs> so um, we're constantly saying, what kind of discounts can we get? And they say, oh, yeah, send us your kids' um, grades from their mm. schools and we just make copies of their transcripts and send them and they get the good, we get a good grade discount and then we nice. get another discount. And most, you know, they offer, you know, if you, they have lots of discounts. If people have been in the military, your insurer might have a military discount. So you've got to constantly call them and say, Hey, our bill's too much. How can we get this down? And they'll say, Oh, you're not getting this. Or, I mean, you'd be surprised if you have a good insurance company, they can find ways to lower it a lot of times. You're absolutely right, Tony, because just asking the question, you just never yeah. know. And it's, it's, we forget to do that sometimes. Yep. And so yep. I and, love that. Yeah. And another one, right, is the RV lifestyle. We've talked about this. It seems like it comes up every show, but uh, maybe you could be frugal by buying a smaller rig, you know, a class C RV rather than those huge class A's. You know, you can save money there too if you want to RV in retirement. 
You know, and it's great, Tony, because that idea of go big or go home, it doesn't have to apply when you're trying to be a little more frugal. And especially if you're going into the RV lifestyle and it's just the two of you, um, just take a minute to think about like, what is sure. the purpose of that trip and how much space do you need? You know, if you're going to be going and visiting a lot of these beautiful nat- national parks that we have, you're going to be spending time outside. So you don't necessarily need a whole lot of space. And then I know a lot of people, Tony, that RV, they also travel around the country and they end up visiting their kids or yeah. different friends. And so they're going to be end up parking and being at someone's house. So just something to think about, like, because you can look at some of these fabulous RVs. They're amazing. Yeah, they <laughs> you know, are. With the, ki- yeah. the, the kitchens and the, so just think about it and go, wow, that's amazing. But do I really want all that? Or do I want to keep my budget flexible so that as I'm traveling around, then I have more money available to have more adventures when I visit these different amazing locations? Yeah. Yeah. Some of the big RVs, I mean, a full size shower and a big screen TV <laughs> and those big, uh, those big, big ones. Uh, amazing. Amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, and I know you have some other ways uh, to be frugal, but yet be happy and not be frugal in a negative way. I, I think this has been a great conversation, but I also know that you have a special offer for our listeners today, correct? Well, Tony, we're talking about people, especially that are getting ready to have that big adventure when they're going into retirement. So being frugal, one of the things that I would offer for folks listening today is a complimentary social security maximization report. And the reason I do this, Tony, is there's a lot of questions about, do I take it as early as I can or as late as I can? And then what about if I'm married? When should my wife start? When should my husband start? And there's all these different calculations that go into it. So Chris and I are offering that complimentary social security maximization report because it's a great starting point to start looking at the holes that you may have in your retirement plan because you need a lot more than just that 401k to have success in retirement. So Tony, sure. that number sure. is 719-210-4242. That's 719-210-4242 to set up that complimentary appointment and get your complimentary social security maximization report. That's awesome. Uh, and what a great offer. And I think that's great because you really, it's the, it's the swan plan, as I always say, S-W-A-N, sleep well at night, have that cons- <laughs> consultation, get a plan in place so you can sleep well at night and know that you'll uh, have the uh, income laid out in retirement uh, that you're going to need. So uh, this has been a good one. We're talking about the word frugal today. Uh, we can get back to this, which often has a negative connotation, but you've been putting a positive spin on it today. Uh, Tara, which is fun. Uh, and you haven't been frugal with good information today. That's that's for sure. So what's the next tip uh, for more frugality? So I like this one, Tony, because it combines saving money and taking care of your health. So one of the things you can look at in, to be frugal in retirement is what you spend on food. Mm. And, you know, it's easy when you go out, especially going out to eat. Um, you know, Chris and I love to go out to eat and, and we that's part of entertainment for us. We like sure. the, the relaxation and, and having the restaurant experience and trying new foods. But if you remember over the last nine months, Chris and I have lost about 25 pounds each. Yeah, you guys are, are doing great by eating healthy. So one of the things that we've done is so when we go out to eat, like, for example, is we don't order drinks with sugar in them. 
So we try to usually we stick to water yeah. or sometimes we might get a tea without caffeine in it. But it, if you go out to eat and you just don't get drinks, like it almost cuts your bill in half. Yeah. And, it's, drinks are expensive. And it makes a big difference. And then we don't get dessert unless we really, really want it. So that way we can still go out and have the experience and have a nice, a nice relaxing time. Yep. We're not spending all this money on, on the drinks and the, the dessert. And like, I can tell you, Tony, um, I have a couple, I have a lot of brothers <laughs> and one of my brothers is very frugal, but one of my brothers, he's at the other end. And anytime they go out to eat, you know, it's the kids, they get, everyone gets something to drink and then they get appetizers and then they get a meal and then they get dessert. When they go out to eat, it's a couple, it's, it's over a hundred bucks. Easy. Wow. Every time. Yeah. And and they'll do that, Tony, just on a, because they don't feel like cooking tonight, not because it's a yeah. special event. It's right. um, so start to think about how you spend money on food. And like, well, the other thing, Tony, that we noticed is when we started getting healthy, buying fresh vegetables costs a lot of money. Yeah, it and does. So, in fact, the healthier and the better the food, the more it seems to cost. And it's terrible. That's where we got inter- introduced to Costco. <laughs> Ah, yes. So, so yep. we, we go to our local grocery store for some things, but we actually will go take advantage of a Costco for buying some of the, the things yep. that you need to buy in bulk. So it's a little bit of just about re-educating yourself to go. Um, being frugal on food, Tony, I think it's really actually a positive because usually it accompanies being intentional and, and eating better. Yeah. Yeah. And And laying out, planning out menus really helps to save money and time. And uh, planning out your menu for a week is a way to eat healthier. I know that. And we've tried to do that. And that's really helped. And, and, you know, Americans love going out to eat. My wife and I love going out to eat. Um, But you need to be able to do it because as we've talked about in previous shows, it adds up. I mean, you know, you spend, you know, I'm just going to have lunch today. It's 15 bucks, 10 to 15 bucks. Uh, but every day that adds up. And then you're, if you're mm-hmm. eating out twice a day and going out for supper and taking the kids or uh, going out with friends. So uh, does does the article or have you heard anything about uh, saving money while going out to eat? Anything else on that? Well, you can also think about like the places where you go. And sure. so the article and I, I, I I don't necessarily agree with the article. It talks about going to places like Panera or Chipotle where tipping isn't an expectation. So I agree with that for like you're you're got to go to lunch and you're doing some of those kind of meals. Um, but my I always tell the story. My mom, she was a waitress when she was in college. Mm. And she's she's always pounded into my head. If you go to a restaurant, tip your waitress because their job is hard. Yeah, and tip, tip them well, because number one, they're paid on tips. Uh, that's a big part of their income uh, of what, how they're paid. And number two, it's not a fun, uh, it's not a, it's a hard job. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't mind tipping and I think it's important to tip. But I, so I like the idea and I will agree with the article. So if you go out and you, and you have a nice service, you have a good service, I think you should tip well. But you can certainly, if you're eating out because you're just like, you know, taking a, having a day out and it's not about like having a nice big meal, go to Panera or Chipotle because you can get a good meal and then you don't have to spend the extra money on tipping. So you can yeah. think about things like that as well. And in retirement, let's not forget those early bird specials, uh, you know, eat dinner at 430 and, you know, the sitcoms on TV always make fun of seniors and retirees for that. But the fact remains that uh, the early bird often gets 
well, not the worm, but a meal, a great meal at a great price sometimes. Well, so. and Tony, there's another thing that we've learned, Chris and I, with eating healthy is this thing called intermittent fasting. And the idea ah, is that yes. you eat all of your meals within like a seven to eight hour period during the day. So whenever you start eating, you have, you know, about seven hours to eat. So if you eat in the morning, those early bird specials fit right into that intermittent fasting. So you eat your meal early, you get a, a cheaper discount. And you actually, for me, I've noticed I lose more weight if I eat earlier. So yeah. the, these old people have something, they're smart. Yeah. They're well, wise. and intermittent, <laughs> intermittent fasting works, by the way. That's I'm glad you actually brought that up because that's a great concept. And I know a lot of people who are doing that. And, you know, you and I have a friend, a mutual friend, Dan Wendell, uh, uh, who uh, works in finance in Florida. And he he took that concept, him and a buddy, uh, to spending, intermittent spending, because people who have spending yeah. issues, for people who have eating issues, you might want to try intermittent fasting. For people who have spending issues, intermittent spending. And, you know, we'll, we'll save that for another show. You and I can talk about that, because I, I know you're, you're always excited about ways to help uh, folks. But um What's another way that you can, uh, you know, watch that retirement budget be frugal, but yet happy? Well, Tony, this is another one that I always think and advocate for is take care of yourself. Preventative care is like the best thing you can do. I'm already looking at it. The grocery stores all have the annual flu shot is back. I'm like, it seems like it's early, but it's that reminder to take care of yourself so that you don't get sick and you don't have that downtime. And I mean, who wants to spend your retirement days off sick? And and it's just exercising regularly. It's like taking that nice evening walk after you've eaten or, you know, doing something like playing in a senior softball league. Yeah. And it's it just makes a big difference. I mean, there's so much data out there that shows you that if you take care of yourself, that the preventative care is much better than the, the stack of pills that you can take. Yes. You know, preventative there's a pill for everything. Yeah. But if, if we can just... Um, pay attention to how we're taking care of ourselves and and look at how you can be preventative and get your vaccinations and get your flu shots and eat well and and exercise. You know, the the doctors always say it, right? There's a reason, right? The doctors always say, have you eaten your vegetables and are you exercising? (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yep. My doctor asked me that. My mother asked me that. My wife asked me that. My kids asked me that. Now my co-host is bringing it up. <laughs> or am I the host of the show. Wow. I've got a really, uh, I, I'm, I, I'm getting the message loud and clear. Well, yeah. I, I just had to do my Air Force last week and Tony, it was rough because you have to do <laughs> your push-ups, your sit-ups, and then run a mile and a half. And I Ooh. found that I, I have been doing those things individually. But when you have to do them all together and, you know, and it's not just doing some pushups as, as many as you can, as many sit-ups as you can and run as fast as you can. And I was doing the mile and a half and I had to admit the whole time I was running, I was having a distinct conversation with myself about what happens if I just don't finish? <laughs> oh, what, what, what's the consequence if I just quit yeah. now? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. And the other side <laughs> of the brain is, come on, it's just three more laps. Keep yeah. running. Just keep putting one foot in front of the other. <laughs> this really is not fun. <laughs> you know what? We're out of time, Tara. I just noticed that time flew by. Let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you in that special offer one more time. Sure, Tony. So for folks listening today to set up a complimentary appointment and also to get your complimentary Social Security maximization report, give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242. 
Tony, that's 719-210-4242. And definitely check out nolanfinancialpartners.com. You can see all the services we provide, and you can also book a complimentary discovery call there as well. Join us soon for next episode. Take care, and we'll talk with you next time. Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit the website at TaraEnolan.com. Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.